like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about, uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. Disorderly show, face for radio here with you, and finally, White Bat Audio, I so appreciate you finally gave us some metal! I'm not saying I got pulled, but I did ask, and it happened. Did it happen timely, like the next week? No, but it happened, so causation, causality, yeah. Already <laughs> starting to sound like a, like Porky Big. Hello, Sage! Hello. How are you? How was your week? It seemed kind of long. Just felt like I had too many Mondays and not enough Fridays. Well, how many Fridays did you... Is it because of the... Oh, good God. Now I'm terrible. <laughs> I don't hello, know hello. Jesus Christ. This... You checked my levels. I forgot to Yeah. <laughs> well, because I was... I thought I had it all right. I thought I had it set, but apparently I didn't. Uh, so apologies, everybody, if I looked... If I looked, yes. If I looked at you... I apologize. That wasn't supposed to happen. They're not supposed to let me out. Uh, so, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Or maybe I've been around too long that I just don't remember. I don't have a clear... Or it's just because I'm a guy and I just go, okay, this is what guys do. They just push on, push through, get it done. People are depending on you. It's anybody depending on me, just me, myself, but... I like to hold myself to a higher standard. Uh, so then this is the highlight of your week then? Yeah, kind of. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can chill out with I made friend. somebody happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the true reason I did this is so I can talk to somebody at least once a week. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm always grateful for you which i've already expressed last month so i'm not going to do it again until the next 12 and you know it's going to take another 11 months right yeah when it's appropriate to do so so that you understand or you it's so that it actually has meaning instead of for example i know you're not a big sports fan have you heard the term goat greatest of all time yes yes that gets thrown around so much, it's lost its meaning. And again, I, as the connoisseur of learning about other things, I don't see how you can keep saying that. Granted, we have seen some great athletes and great things happen in sport over our lifetime. I would argue it's the best time to be alive as a sports fan in my ever since when I was born when there was a 19 still in front of the year till now best time granted the Cowboys today looked terrible uh but I kind of used to that I kind of th- what I think is happening is 
because of what happened. So, by the way, yeah, the Cowboys lost. The Packers thoroughly beat them. Um, even if you take away the interceptions, that yeah, they, oh, maybe not. Maybe um, thinking back on it, it's still fresh. It's still fresh. <laughs> but back in the nineties, Jerry and Jimmy, they they couldn't lose. They were just so. It was like. These guys are just going to keep winning and winning and winning. And there was a disagreement between those both between both of them, and they split. They just, fine, fuck it, we're out of here. And I think that is just like with Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth leaving uh, the Sox and how their curse kept going. I think this is the curse now that Jimmy Johnson – Jimmy Johnson, no, <laughs> not, not Jimmy um, – Oh my God! I just how did I forget Palpatine's name? Oh my God! Oh, oh, this is I'm. Oh, do you happen to know the owner of the Dallas Cowboys? No, I don't. <laughs> I can Google it. Jerry, fucking Jerry! I I was sitting there like Jimmy Jones. Wait, no, 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 that was the coach. So yeah, Jerry Jones. Ever since that occurred, that whole thing, I'm surprised nobody's come up and said, "Hey, this is the curse of the NFL of the of the Cowboys." Is that ever as long as Jerry is still alive, he is never going to win a Super Bowl. Which, as a fan, I'm kind of okay with because the dude's a dick, um, and he doesn't do. I don't know if well, we could start going off philosophical and deep conversations now about if you since we know that there isn't well okay back up i don't know if there's anything after this but there's nobody has told us yet or we haven't seen anything definitive yet and if 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 you believe there's something that is not the same as saying yes it is true you believe it's true but you also could believe it's not butter and that doesn't make <laughs> Any okay, that's that's your that's your belief, but it isn't an empirical truth. To you it is, but not to everybody else. You know how everybody says, Oh, the sky's blue. It's like you could you could say whatever color it is, but it's still going to be that. That's what I'm talking about. We don't know what's after this. And so if you knew that there isn't anything after this, who cares if you're an ass? Because you're gonna go and have the best amenities the world's going to give you. It well has to offer. So you don't care about doing things the right way. You want to be like Russia, which just cheats at everything and says we're the best. It's like no, not if you not if you cheat. Now, granted, their ingenuity on how to cheat. It's like guys, why don't you put that towards actual training? Why don't you do that? It's like counterfeit artists who could pass off as some of the all-time greats and you're going what the why the or even drug dealers that are a really good businessmen you sit there and go why don't you do this legally what what to stop you you have the acumen you have the talent why the fuck are you doing it why are you doing the illegal shit maybe it's a rush maybe they just go yeah there isn't anything and so uh since there doesn't seem to be uh a point to all of this, let's just have some fun. And I guess when you're getting chased, maybe that's where we pick it up on the playground when we're being chased. Like, hey, chase me. And we get that thrill of being chased because nobody likes to be the chaser. 
sitting there showing that you can't catch somebody that you're already out of breath and that you're everyone's laughing at you because you can't do anything. Maybe that's where bad cops are born because everyone's laughing at him like, I'll show you one day. And later on in the show, I'm actually, I've got a theory about all these states that don't have the wrongful conviction compensation fund or at least laws on the books for it. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. 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 Oh, I, I am not one that just says, Hey, this sounds good. I'm going to do it. And then goes, Nope, not going to do it like that. Motherfucker. Uh, mad dog. Oh, what the fuck's his last name? I'll find it. But anyway, um, this was during the baseball playoffs and Mad Dog Russo. That's who he is. Um, he long time sports talk guy. And now he's has to be sidekick to uh, some shows on ESPN. Uh, but he came out and basically said, if the Diamondbacks make it to the World Series, I'll quit my job. I'll quit. <laughs> I'll quit. And everyone's like, hell yeah. Guess what happened the following day? Oh, hey, the Diamondbacks made it. Oh, hey, did you, are you quitting? Are you being a man? Are you being a man of your word? No. So what they did, they, they were all, you're going to get my coffee. That's, that's not the same. Uh, That's, that's that's not not the same. So nobody is, nobody's being held. I mean, you could have been fired and then had to do some work to get rehired. I kind of would get that. I'd be like, okay, he, he quit. And they're like, well, and then you could have done a whole YouTube series on him going through the interview process it and have some, hilarious. yeah, and have some fun with it. Yeah, do that, and he then, totally could have had some fun then he gets rehired. Is like, okay, cool. He went, he he paid his comeuppance. Cool. Instead of this, that bullshit they did. Yeah. I swear, I just need to get somebody just to pass along my ideas. Give me a little kickback, and we'd have a lot more entertaining things. But no, so. I say all that, get to the point of we need a third person to tell me what my original point was. Uh, but I do believe that it's seeming more likely that, yeah, Jimmy Jones, did you fucking Jerry Jones, because Jimmy already. <laughs> Not like Jimmy Jones, like the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, by the way. I have, so, not lately, but a while ago. And I'm surprised I don't try to seek them out more. But a while ago, I tried a Cuban sandwich. I actually went to a Cuban restaurant uh, just because I wanted a bit something different. And I kept, do you do you do this where you list off, you're ready to eat somewhere, you're wanting to do something, and then, well, you're ready to eat somewhere. But you start listing off the things you have had before, and you start going, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. And you're just like, everything just seems kind of blah, and you want something different. Right. And then, oh, what's his name? Uh, who who voiced Mario? Uh, one of the Chris's? Yeah, which one? Uh, Pratt. Thank Chris you. Pratt. So then did uh, Chris Pratt come to you and go, everything is awesome, or not awesome? <laughs> Everything's not awesome. All the food is really shit. Um. So driving around trying to find something, I've uh, I tend to find there's two places that, well, where I've I've found interesting food. It's either in 
places that are so uh, like deep in the city, whatever your capital is, there's going to be something around there that's going to be unique because it's there are some places just there that were able to stick around. They have a big enough following because of their location and the quality of their food that they don't have to be commercialized or they didn't have to sell. And the other places are where places that were a bit older, but still trying to, they didn't fall in on themselves on just, Hey, we have no industry. We are, we have nothing around here. So all we have is commercialized entities. Those are the two of the areas. So if you're looking for another option, go around in your city There'll be little places here and there that are just like, oh, okay, that's a different take on that or that. I've never tried that food before. And typically that's where they're located just because if they tr- they couldn't franchise out or they could be placed in a smaller area because the traffic wouldn't be there for them to be yeah, able to stay in business. The smaller, uh, what are they, not strip malls. Uh, are they called strip malls? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're in the smaller strip malls. And you well, can- I mean, there's strip malls. I agree with you on that. But are you trying to say something different? Like what? What? So they the have type? like a whole bunch of stores and just outside and, and just yeah, that's a strip mall. That's a strip mall. Yeah. That's an outdoor strip. Mall. An outdoor strip mall. Sorry. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, those those little ones. That's usually where you find them, and they're usually really good. And so driving around, I found a Cuban place. Ooh. And it was in an old Pizza Hut because I recognized those buildings <laughs> from a kid. <laughs> Now that brought back memories because being able to sit in there with the colored glass and the salad bar and you're just waiting for your personal pan and everything was red and black. You sat in the booth and just had a great time. You're going like, come on, you know what? Because <laughs> nowadays McDonald's and Burger King, Taco Bell, they're all, are they trying to be, are they trying to go with the cheapest color scheme? Or or drab or because they went from playfulness to hey it's a great place to we all know we're it, it, you know what they did they got Eeyore as a consultant on what the best <laughs> color scheme is and it just seems dreary um, so go into this place not busy at all and I try to when I, especially I'm trying to order something new or try something new I try to go for shit I can actually understand. Because I don't want to get something like, oh, hey, that sounds good. And then it gets in front of me and I'm like, oh, my God, this has tomatoes in it and onions. Which I know for most of you are going like, that's typical. What the fuck face? And I'm like, I I just don't have the palate for it. I The juicy acidity of a tomato doesn't work. I just, my mind just goes, eh, this isn't right and tries to spit it out. And also, when I'm having a burger, and I hear a crunch, or a burrito, and I hear a crunch, that shouldn't be there. And so, uh, thoroughly spit that out too, like a 19, what, 30s Looney Tunes cartoon where they throw the bullets. They throw the yeah, either the the spittoon or they throw the bullets in their mouth, and they do the they become a machine gun just by <laughs> spitting it out. Uh, classics, you know. Uh, so I got a Cuban sandwich, and my God, I was, 
I, it was just, I only existed when I had that sandwich. <laughs> there was, it had helped that. That whole, like, camera zooms in and everything fades up. Right, okay. just. <sighs> why do birds suddenly up? Yeah, that whole starry <laughs> thing. And uh, then I got my Franks above the beans, and that ended my day. Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't remember that movie? Movies they won't even try to make nowadays? Yeah, they're making weird movies now. You don't remember that movie? No. Franks and Beans? Franks, no, I don't. I do not. Oh, my God. <sighs> There's something about Mary. That's been a long time. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, well, okay. So, uh, I vaguely remember that, but it, it was... I, it was kind of a man movie for me, I guess. Really? Yeah. I think it was just Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz out. <laughs> that's all it was for a while. That's true. That's true. But this was when Cameron Diaz was Matt. What you know came from the mask, and she didn't become who she did now. And it was still <laughs> wow. I honestly. I don't think you would have thought it was. I think you're recalling a different movie. Maybe. It wasn't with Jim Carrey. It was with uh, Ben Stiller. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then she does the whole, hey, is that hair gel? And he's like, what? He swings his head. And she's yeah. like, yeah. And the ha- now you remember? I, I remember now, but I still. It... Oh, we're going to have to rethink this. Yeah. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint Maybe you. I. Uh, well. This is also part of growth that there are going to be people who are going to disagree with you. But if you generally like the person, that's fine. You don't want to have somebody who agrees with you all the time. You know why? Not only do you not get to experience new things, but if ever something terrible happens between you two, all the shit you enjoy is going to remind you of them. And then you're going to be constantly reminded of the terrible thing they did to you or why, or even what you did. Maybe, you know, maybe their mom just looked too good in that, in that big ass t-shirt. Just saying <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> not where I was going with that, but okay. <laughs> well, I would think if I had a best friend and they did that, or I did that, that would be crossing the line. Cause then, cause then there would be a, not only, would there be an endless supply of dad jokes, but there would be an equal number of I'm your daddy jokes. And so you just, yeah, you just can't keep putting up with that. This reminds you of the episode of friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a show. I, uh, the only part of that show I liked was Chandler because he was the smart ass. He actually came up with jokes and I had the whole romance. Okay. Actually, I'll take that. I'll, I'll move a bit further. The reason I didn't like Friends is because they took it off a show called Coupling back in the UK, and that was a right. far superior show. They had everybody's roles down to a T. You knew who you were supposed. You knew who was the focal point of the show, but they weren't funny. The other two. The other, well, the other four, two guys, so they two made girls. A parody of it, basically. They didn't make a parody of it because they tried to do the same thing here. For a long time, American TV was based off of popular shows 
in the UK. So they tried to do it here, but it fell on his face. They just didn't get that down. And here's the reason why they made everybody good looking. The show coupling, they weren't horrent, they weren't horrendous, but there was only one really good looking guy and one really good looking girl. The other ones were, hey, you guys are the comic, you guys are the main part of the story, which you're looking average, then the hotties, and then the, hey, you guys are really funny. But did they look terrible across the board? No. You come over across the pond and everybody's good looking and you go, yeah, similar things that Hollywood's been doing with remakes or just movies in general where it's all, Jesus Christ, can we just get people in here that represent the character instead of going, come see this movie, look at all the stars in it. You're like, I don't care about the stars. I care about the story, which by the way, yeah, I mean, you're no, right. no, 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 no. Right. By the way. Have you seen Godzilla Minus One? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Did I, you see it in the theater? Yes, I did. I went Fuck, I got to go. <laughs> uh, so I went when, because, you know, I don't like crowds and people, so I tend to do all of my stuff nocturnally and was able to see it in a smaller portion of a theater just me and a couple other people who were like-minded of like yeah we don't like people either and it was amazing if you haven't seen it that is one that i really recommend and sage too by the sound of it yeah uh it clearly i loved the little easter eggs that they had in it i loved how they portrayed godzilla and there was just enough yeah, they didn't deviate from the original Godzilla, but it still looked good. Yes, yeah. And they... Because you can't have a Godzilla movie without a, a B movie or a B plot. Yeah. You got to have you gotta have something that drives this along because yeah. it's all, hey, we're following Godzilla. What's going to happen? Oh, they're going to fight. They're going to... There's That's why the other Godzilla movies fell on its face because the story sucked. Yeah. The story, the in-between scenes of what we, okay, we don't see Godzilla. They, they tried to make it too grand of a story. I, I, maybe, or it just wasn't, it didn't help. It was not believable. This yeah, one, this one not only was believable, uh, if Godzilla existed and all that stuff, but also there was just enough downtime. Just when you're like, okay, this is starting to drag on, boom, here's Godzilla. You're like, oh, you motherfuckers. You timed that perfectly. Because now I'm watching Godzilla. I'm seeing the action. But I'm kind of, okay, remembering a little bit about what is going on with these characters. So then when we see them again, okay, we're progressing with the story now. I'm still getting invested. And by the end of it, Jesus Christ, I was sitting there going, I'm... I literally was, was well, first, I kind of guessed on what was going to happen, but the reaction of the other actors on what happened was impactful. I recognized those, that, that look, and so it did tug at the old face's heart, and I went, ah, this is it, I'm coming home, <laughs> and nope, it was just feelings, like the Grinch, and 
It was well. It was really well done. I am really looking forward to, and I hope Hollywood doesn't fuck it up. Um, uh, I guess what are they going to say? Uh, Godzilla Zero, Godzilla Plus One. Uh, that would be if they're pregnant, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bring your plus one. Um, uh, but it was really well done. So I don't actually. I don't know. Um, so buy it. Because I don't think it's in theaters anymore. No, I don't think it is. I recently just saw it. So I was planning on doing it this weekend and went, oh, shit. I got to do this now. And earlier in the week because nobody was showing it anymore. So by the time you listen to this and if you haven't seen it, well, put it on your list of whenever it gets out on Redbox or any other media that you could check out. And then be able to go, yep, I want to add this to my repertoire. So later on in the show, I, oh, that's what I was, wow, Jesus. Now I remember about what I was trying to say when I was talking about the Cuban sandwich, um, which has no direct correlation to what I'm going to say now. Just know that I understand where I was going. Okay, cool. I'm not one of these that, one of these as if I'm some lizard person. Um, if I am, I'm an un... Uh, I don't know. Okay? So... If so we, undercover, you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the... Uh, or am I just one of those sleeper lizards? Ooh. Lizard. And that's how they, they'll call us all. Lizard, lizard, lizard. Yes. Uh, <laughs> even if you don't know that, well... Look it up. You'll have a good chuckle. Um, so last week, we had talked about a, a, sh- a story from ProPublica, which, if you haven't read them, if you haven't read their stuff, I mightily suggest that you do so. They are one of the, if not the premier reporting service out there because they give you the news exactly as it is, not just, hey, here's a couple sentences, here's the, they follow up there. It's in depth. And the, the, how many times can I say, they are impactful because when they provide a story, your representatives actually take some action on it. So it isn't just, Hey, everyone's pissed off. Let's do something. There are some things that you don't even know have occurred in your state or in your neck of the woods. And because of ProPublica, because of this article they were able to provide, things were getting changed. Things got looked into. And so we had talked about a article from last week where a... uh, Marvin Cotton Jr. was looking to get compensated for being wrongfully convicted. He was convicted back in, or when was it? Um, in 2001, late 2001. And he stayed incarcerated damn near close to a little bit over 20 years. And now he's uh, looking to get com- compensated from the state of Michigan for being in there 
for not for being in there. He shouldn't have been in there. And they are going, well, the wording. Well, actually, no, sorry. The judges are going, this, this is shit. The wording is not allowing me to do right by one of these citizens. We, this, the system fucked them up. And yet we're, why can't I do anything? Congress and not federal, the state Congress, for those of you playing along, didn't want you to get confused. You guys need to change something. But here's the thing. Judges saying that Congress has to change something puts it back in Congress's hands and depending on the pressure on them because I don't I honestly don't know why there isn't any any champions in in state congresses or just where we have we where we have somebody we actually feel could be passionate about changing things in this country. Is it because is the system so not screwed up, but to where it is so against anybody poking their head out because those that have the money are able to do what they've always done, which is you're by yourself. We have the resources they're basically they're acting like the grasshoppers in um, a bug's life where we are the masses. We outnumber them tremendously, but we can't do anything or at least nobody's where there's nobody out there that we can rally around to actually go. Yes, we can do this because a hundred grand a year, doesn't go as far. I, when I was a kid, I thought, hey, if I make a hundred a year, shoo, yeah. that'd be golden. And nowadays, yeah. now granted, now granted, I make decent for, for my day job. And I'm doing all right just because it's just me. But I would imagine when and I'm it's not that I'm barely getting by, but I'm sitting here going, um, I thought it'd be much easier. Than yeah. the, than the way it is. Kids, 100 grand did go a long way. Now it's yeah. like, back then houses were 200,000. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, now it's like 600,000 for the same house. Yeah. Because we have four people in our house and it's, uh, and we, we make pretty good money. So I, it, and some days are like, man, I just, now I need to save up to get new tires instead of, I can go get tires. You know, I just want to be able to go get tires. <laughs> Without have without having a plan on it, it's exactly. like, hey, we have we have the the income to be able to do this. So, oh, stuff comes up, cool, we can cover it, and we could also put some stuff away. We got a little bad money, and we pay the bills. That's all anybody wants. So, yeah. so um, I actually did a calculation because I'm sitting there going, because eh, that's I got a lot of time on my <laughs> my hands, um, and. I found out because I talked to a couple buddies of mine who have kids and Swiss stuff and, and Sage, I hope I'm, I, I don't want you to feel left out with this, but I just didn't want to, because of the time you already invest in the show, I didn't want to burden you more. So you could definitely give your two cents in here, but I don't want you to think after the show or talk. To, I don't want you talking to me after the show, basically <laughs> is what I'm getting to. No, I, <laughs> 
I don't want you to, I didn't want to take up too much of your time too, because this was late too. And you got everything else over there. So, um, talk to a couple of buddies of mine that have, uh, families and kids and expenses, more expenses than I do. And I said, Hey, just give me a ballpark of what you spend your shit on. So they did. And I kind of worked on the numbers, noodled it around. And then I was like, went back to them and I said, Hey, would, if you made 150 a year, 150,000, would you be comfortable? And they, one of them said, hell yeah, like real quick. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you really didn't ponder that. You just went more <laughs> money. Yeah, that's what I got from it. But another buddy of mine was sitting there going, huh, and went through and kind of, okay, we could pay for this. This is how much this would cost each year. And he's like, yeah. That actually would. It wouldn't, we could be comfortable with that. So I guess that's the new marker. If you got a family, if you can make 150, which that is what, 75 both? That, well, that's if, if you could do that as a single person, or I mean, as a, as a single earner in the household, all power to you, but. That's about seventy-five grand a piece, and I don't know of too many jobs, especially starting out. Where... Yeah, but most of them start out at like sixty. Okay, so it, well, if they start at sixty, then at least you're not gonna. It's not gonna take that long to get to seventy-five. I don't know, three percent raise a year. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That is not. Oh, that's right, because they they do that shit. Mm-hmm. And of... some states don't really even do that. Oh, uh, well, it's, it's, it's on the business. It's on the business. So, okay. So let's see. You do 60,000 a year times 0.03? I think so. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's only $1,800. Yeah, that's definitely not. $1,800. So then you'd have to. And that's split in, and that's split in 12 months. Right, but I'm trying to see. Okay, how long would it take you to get to 75? And so over, so that's close to, so two grand a year. So you're looking at over a debt, a debt. I'm trying to say a decade Decades. in a dozen years at the same time. Come on, tongue, decide what you want to do. Uh, yeah. So that you're looking at at least a decade of. And wow, and three percent. Oh. At some point, at some point, somebody's just going to convince everybody to go fuck it, and and that's what everybody's going to do. They're just going to be like, eh. I oh, here's something else. <laughs> I swear we're going to get to these questions. That's that's the <laughs> point I was trying to make. Is that <laughs> Jesus Christ? This is Kwanzaa all over again, where I'm trying to get to it. We never do. Uh, I actually did my homework. I went through all these questions, did all that, but I now that this is popping into my head, I want to talk about it as well, is the only reason we actually do the things we're doing, the day-to-day stuff, is because of enforcement or the threat of enforcement. You don't pay your bills, you're going to get your stuff taken away. You don't pay your mortgage or your rent, you're going to get kicked out. You don't pay your car payment, it's going to get repoed. Who comes and does who comes and does all that? Namely law enforcement. What does law enforcement have? The ability to kill you lawfully. And I do that in quotes. Uh 
So at some point, someone's going to convince us that, or you would, the biggest thing would be convince the cops, don't enforce it. Just don't enforce it. And because a lot of these politicians, and this goes back, well, you could tie in my conspiracy theory about why England actually beat us at the Revolutionary War is because America has the job of policing the world. England, though, has the job of collecting the money or that has all the money or majority of it. So who do you think has a less stressful job? The cop or the banker? Something to ponder. Maybe not. It's what I do. (laughs) But you convince the cops to say, hey, don't enforce this. And then the politicians and the judges, if they want to have something enforced, they're going to have to do it. Now, instead of it's a numbers game, it's a one-on-one. And do you think they're going to want to do that? No. Something that we'll talk, we'll dive into in future shows or whatnot. But I just wanted to get that out there before I lost it, basically. So, just to give you a recap of what happened last week, we talked about Marvin Cotton Jr. and how he's still fighting the state of Michigan to give him the money that is rightfully owed to him under Michigan law, sort of, about compensation for for being wrongfully convicted. But there's a statute in their law basically saying it's got to be new evidence. Well, new evidence did come up, but not enough for them and so now they're going through this whole process, and I kind of feel like this stuff is put up because just like the delays in with the 9-11, 9/11 victim, uh, 9, not victims, but 9-11 uh, workers, that they just go, hey, how long can we delay this? Because the longer this goes, the more problematic and painful becomes for them not for me i have a staff and i've got all ever all of my needs are taken care of yeah it's it's, it's they basically do the waiting game to see if they can bankrupt the person i guess would be the best way it sounds like it <laughs> or or in the case of uh mr cotton jr and i help me out with this sage because i'm gonna I I want to phrase this in a way to where the the verbiage doesn't doesn't isn't what's solely focused on but the meaning behind it. Okay. So it seems like it's more that they want to do these delay or it's not that they want to do these delay tactics more for black people and black men. But Actually, no, let me, okay, now I've, now I've got it. It's not that they want to focus more on black men or the minority. It's people who don't have means. Yeah. And it's a re- there's a reason why it's called white trash. It's, when... It's, yeah, it's waiting them out to see who runs out of money first. Well, it's not the government because... Well, but then if you don't have money, what do you do? You commit a crime. Exactly. So now you've committed a crime to survive. Now you're back in, rightfully convicted now, 
because we caught you doing the crime. And now we can say, well, we don't have to pay you for the years that you were in because now you're a convicted felon. It seems like that's uh... a... <laughs> Fair catch-22. <sighs> it, would, it would seem like it. So I had some questions after we went through everything. And the first one was reviewing Mr. Cotton Jr.'s trial. So I'm going to give you an overview of what happened during his trial back in 2001. So, on January 24th of 2001 in Detroit, Jamin McIntyre was chased from his home and fatally shot. Cops found approximately 30 shell casings near his body. Now, Kenneth Lockhart, he's a key character in this whole thing, he identified Marvin Cotton, Anthony Legion, and Devontae Parks as being in the home where the shooting occurred, and they, those three men, were charged with murder and firearm use in February 2001. I uh, didn't know that using a firearm, <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't click with me, because if you have a weapon, like the Second Amendment allows us to have, wouldn't, wouldn't you use, you should be able to use that firearm, right? So why be charged with it? Right? Just a little tidbit yeah. I just saw while reading this. Um, so they were charged in February. In October, Elias Frazier Jr. claimed that Marvin Cotton admitted involvement in the shooting. So the way he said that, yes, he uh, he confirmed it, they were sitting in holding cells, separate holding cells, but they were close enough together that he says, that Frazier says, that when they came out of the cells, oh, that's the guy I was talking with. Didn't see him, didn't actually see him say these words, but when, oh, we were close enough that, yeah, he, that's the one. There was, who else could have said this? So that is, that testimony and Lockhart's testimony is what um, got Cotton and Legion convicted of first-degree murder. Now, over the years, they both filed multiple legal challenges questioning the fairness of the trial and the reliability of witness testimonies. They both filed habeas corpus petitions. And then in 2020, the Wayne County Prosecutor's Office Conviction Integrity Unit, who fucking names these things, because uh, that doesn't roll off the tongue well. And I get they're naming everything of what it should be, but... Ugh. I don't know. I'm the more news I'm reading and seeing what these companies and these things are being named. I'm like, come on, this this is that's my own personal thing. Uh, they revealed that uh, they revealed the undisclosed evidence, including a lack of an initial evidence tying Cotton or Legion to the crime, and the involvement of a drug dealer informant. So you would think. So this is what he's presenting. So this is what. Mr. Uh, Cotton Jr. is presenting to Michigan about, hey, this is the new evidence. It was evidence that wasn't given during the trial. You would think that would be new evidence, but no, they're going, no, 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 no. It has to be found evidence. It's like, that's, now you're asking a lot. for To find evidence 20 years later? I mean, granted, they did find somebody to arrest for Tupac's murder, so I don't know. I guess it can happen, but it's usually going to come from somebody talking, not some, hey, we stumbled upon this blade of grass that had this. Um, so 
when the conviction integrity unit, when the conviction integrity unit provided all of that, the uh, they were able to vacate Cottons and Legion's convictions, and then citing basically that it was a f- unfair trial. They were both released, and then they both filed a civil rights lawsuit against Detroit police officers, and they got uh, around six hundred grand for that. Now, so that was the trial. Want to bring up a specific part in that trial? Why I want to, if you know, when people say, What would you do if you won the lottery? Here's what I would do I would, with this immense wealth I would have, gain access to people with even bigger pocketbooks and go, Hey, let's actually do something to change the fucking world. And they're going to go, I'm listening. Let's create, let's fund pro bono lawyerships or lawyer law offices. That's the word I was looking for around the country. We staff them with lawyers who are not going to make more than 150, 200 grand a year. No more million dollar checks because we want that money, all this money we're going to pull that they're going to draw from, draw from is to help support running the office, getting the investigations, uh, all the work that has to be done, and also fighting against those with your pocketbook. Because as you pointed out earlier, Sage, hey, why don't we just wait? We'll bleed them dry. They They won't be able to go on. So you convince some of them. You convince a few of them. Hell, you convince the entire world to start just doing a GoFundMe for this. And hey, just pay me 30 bucks a month. If everybody, hell, you did that for, what is it? Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm going to do some math. So 150 million people times 30. That is, how many commas are that? Four, that's $4.5 billion a month. Three commas is that, right? So th- no, four point five million. Million. So million, it, yeah. Million, Hang on. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a hundred thousand. That's a million. So yeah. Oh, oh wait. With three commas is a billion, right? Yeah. So thousand okay. million billion. Thousand million. Okay, yeah. So that's four point five billion dollars a month. If hundred and fifty million people paid thirty bucks a month. That would be $4.5 billion. I hope I did my math right. Did I? Okay. Uh, Maybe I didn't. No, I did. Yeah, because it was uh, Jesus Christ. Everyone's sitting there going, face, we get it. You can't understand numbers. Understood. Um, But you would have this pool of money, this massive amount of money to be able to fund these law offices to where anybody who couldn't afford a lawyer, they would go to these lawyers for a dollar just to show there was payment. And now you actually have good lawyers to be able to do your defense because in this trial, Cotton, his, uh, or I'm, I, uh, apologies, Mr. Cotton Jr., his trial defense attorney, Robert Slaminka, had provided inadequate legal defense by not calling any witnesses who would have testified that he was actually at home at the time of the crime and then Slamika was disbarred in 2014 
After accumulating more than a dozen reprimands and admonishments for substandard defense work, and he had three other cases that resulted in wrongful convictions that ultimately became exonerations. He got a bad fucking lawyer, and the lawyer got paid. The lawyer got paid from somewhere, some the state or whatnot, but... Probably a public defender, too. Yeah, well, okay. And here's the thing. I don't want to fund public defenders. I don't want to do that because of lawyers like this. To where it was all, hey, we're just, there would be a vetting, all this stuff. But basically, the reason for that idea is when they say, how would you change the word? What would you do with the money? I would like, that is the way you actually change it. You change things with laws. That's what you do. So why not go through and get those lawyers? Because most lawyers, most doctors, most service industries, when you go into them, a majority of those that start in them want to make a difference. But they see the grind. They experience the grind. They, they don't see the benefit after a while. And then it becomes, well, it's a job. Used to be my passion. But now because that of the wear and tear of Jesus, are we making any type of difference here at all? Where's the reminder that we're doing some good? And then... It just, it doesn't get passed on. So that's the idea. So that is his trial. So told you about that. Now, uh, the other thing that I did some research on. So yeah, learning about that was just like, well, okay. I kind of understand how everything went down, but damn. Oh, and here's another thing that I found out. I was like, well, why did it take 20 years for them to figure this thing out well actually the oh my god wayne county prosecutor's office conviction integrity unit uh wcpo ciu what could that be anyways wakaka pie they only got started around in 2018 so for them oh, to okay. turn, turn around in 2020 and go, hey, this is what we found, is, okay, cool, all right. Um, now, there is, uh, but there's only 51 of these integrity units around the country, and you're like, well, face, there's there, there's almost that many states. It's like, yeah, there's, there's over, how many, there's over 3,000 counties. In the country. And so for only with uh, only 50, 50, yeah, 51. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, but that's why it, it took as long as it did because it was, it didn't get started until it was 2018. Um, so my next question that I wanted to figure out, say, hey, the state we reside in, what do they do? So we reside in California, and what they do is they pay 140 bucks per day for wrongful imprisonment, which equals out to about $17.5 an hour. It's pretty much what they consider experience. That's the cost of staying in jail, I guess, or prison. And to be eligible for it, you got to be... Uh, you have to be convicted of a felony under criminal law for which a sentence was imposed, 
and the claimant must no longer be imprisoned, obviously, and they must timely submit a completed erroneous conviction claim form with supporting documentation within 10 years after release. So I guess it's, that's a good amount of time. Or should this just be, hey, there shouldn't be a limit on this because we don't know how long it would a take. Of, a lot of people wouldn't know. Right. It's not something like, oh, hey, we, we accidentally put you in jail on purpose. But now you get to go file for your wrongful incarceration suit. Have fun with that, you know. It's like no, well, it just, like, here you go, P- uh, it just seems like it just seems like putting a time limit on it. Um, I think that should be like that. But that should be by law. You'd have to tell them, like, look, we incarcerated you incorrectly. You can file for uh, compensation. Hmm. I wonder, well, they may tell them, but this is a person who spent 20 plus years, 15 plus years of their life in prison and now yeah. have what, nothing. What, you said 140? 140 bucks a day. 140 bucks a day. That is, what, 50,000 50, a year? Something around that. Let's do some math. <laughs> yeah, you do it because apparently I'm not good at the, good at the math. Equals... No, how many days are in a year? 365. 365. That is 51,100 a year. Amazing how they just go, yep, it's just like having a a shitty job. Which, again, 50 grand shouldn't be shitty. That should be, okay, you're you're able to have your feet under you, you're you're able, but... I mean, at one time it it was. Yeah, well, yeah, at one time we were able to... Not worry about how much we, how much gas we had to put in the car. We could, yeah, fill it yeah. up. No worries. Yeah, here's yeah. twenty bucks. I get some change back. Yeah. Fucking hell. So uh, there's that, and then they have to. The claim must be accompanied by a state of fact showing that the claimant did not commit the offense. So it's looking like there, there's that California is looking at it, going, hey, if we fucked up. Cool. We'll we'll correct it. Uh, the hundred forty, the fifty grand. Come on, that's that's a. I think that should be extremely high. And here's the reason: not because I want to bankrupt any state that has this. It's because just like I heard somebody on, I think a YouTube short, uh, where they said they were doing a hot take that. Or the whole premise set up was, hey, do a hot take that no that might get you in some hot water. And he said, I this person said, I think everyone, every black person should take out life insurance on them. And uh, that way, when cops kill them, the life insurance company is going to go after the cop and the police department. And they're going to, hey, no, you have to pay out this money, this claim. And basically saying... His whole idea was there wouldn't be, you would, uh, just like with, uh, similar to Chris Rock's stand-up, where he was talking about, make the bullets expensive. You ain't got to make the gun expensive, make the bullets expensive. Nobody's going to be erroneously sh- erroneously shot during a drive-by. Nobody's going to be, uh, cops are going to think twice about shooting somebody, and you're, if you convict somebody... Yeah. Yeah, the cities might actually have proper training for uh, <laughs> or, or men in blue. 
Oh, there was another guy I heard. Yeah, all these people I heard don't bother jotting down their names or whatnot. Uh, but he had a good point saying the cop on the street is not the it's not the cream of the crop. You're you got guys who are just the best ones are downtown in the offices. They're that's where they are. And it was like, yeah, that's a good point. Not saying all of them are that are on the street are the the lower tier dumb shits, but yeah, I don't. Are a lot I don't. Of good officers out oh there. yeah, there's a there's, there's a lot. There's a lot more than. So yeah, it's the. I mean, if you have like a hundred a hundred good apples and one bad apple, it spoils a lot. Well, exactly. And if you, but if you, so if you, but if you only see if the, your only reference is you're seeing bad apple after bad here 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 here, even though it could be six times, but if you see somebody being killed by cop six times that starts to create the narrative there's yeah. not an opposite side which is part yeah. of why also, yeah, this show it. was created to have a full discussion of these things instead of just going let's look at this one side it's so terrible and that's yeah. another thing a lot, yeah a lot of it too is like not holding each other accountable like you don't you know like you don't want to hold your friend accountable for something stupid they did mm. but like this is one of those instances as a public servant that you've agreed to, you need to hold your yeah. your people accountable, whether they're your friend or not. Like that, it, it it's it's a must, especially on that. And it it goes back to the I, we don't want to be wrong for deal because we'll look bad. It's like it, you already look bad, so might as well hold yourself to it. Show that there's another side going. Exactly. This is so, how we're making the correction. Exactly. Show the public that you are holding yourself to a higher standard and that you are doing what needs to be done to protect us and not just from other people that citizens like from your people too that are making your that are making your office look bad so by increasing the amount that would be paid out prosecutors would think twice about withholding evidence how many times we fucking hear that but yet we don't hear anything that goes against the prosecutor there's no charges against them but the cops are just like wait they withheld evidence and they did nothing, nothing happened to them. Yeah. yeah. So coming up with great things on the show. Uh, so that takes care of that question of what they do in this street. Then the other one is, Hey, did Wisconsin has Wisconsin updated its 1918 or 1913 apologies statute. So they were the one who adopted it first and they, and yeah, 25 grand in 1913. That was a lot of money. So they initially had the idea of like, hey, we want to make sure that anybody that gets convicted, if they're wrongfully convicted, we can actually pay them to where they they don't just come out with 50 grand and go, okay, here, just like you would, uh, you you know, uh, minimum wage job, here, get started. 25 grand back in 1913, you're starting off well. But the thing was, did they amend it? Have they increased it? Have they done all this? Guess what? They have sort of. Kind of, sort of, maybe. They didn't change the amount, but they put a, they, they amended it back in 1979 where if the claims board, because most of these don't, or yeah, most of them do go in front of the courts, but they first have to go through a vetting process. And a claims board is typically that that does the vetting. 
just like in this case with Wisconsin. So the claims board, if they feel that the amount to award is not adequate, then they could write down a number on a napkin and slide it over and say, hey, we think this should be the amount they get. And that's it. That's the change they made. Didn't change the amount. They just went, well, if you think they need to be paid more, then, and but the, even then, even with their recommendation, it's not a guarantee. So Wisconsin, yeah, you can claim of, you can claim yeah. you did it first, but yeah. Jesus it's, Christ. It's, just, it's a, a somewhat of a step in the, in, in the right direction, but definitely does oh, yeah, leave you wanting. Yes. And... Uh, the last question I put down was, hey, why don't other states do this? And guess what? There's not a lot of articles about that. But they do explain which states don't do it. And there's 17 that don't. Let me, let me go through a little uh, Animaniac song for you here. No, I, I, I didn't put in that much time to do that for you. Uh, but Alaska, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada... Oregon, Idaho, Wyoming, North and South Dakota, Indiana, Arkansas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Georgia. Now, looking at this map, is it because and I is it because they know that their state legislatures know that their justice systems don't have the brightest people that they're not going to enact anything for compensation because for wrongful imprisonment compensation for that, because they know they'll be paying out a lot of money that they don't have. Cause you look at these States, Alaska doesn't pull in a lot of money, Oregon, Nevada, Idaho, Wyoming, Arizona, New Mexico, North South Dakota. And I'm saying comparatively across, across the entire country. At some, yeah, we know these guys rank somewhere, but uh, Georgia was the surprising one because of Atlanta and all the industry that's there for them. Uh, you would think they would be able to at least have a police department that, oh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a question I should write down? How, how good is the police? Okay, yeah, actually, let me do this. <laughs> New question. So my next question that I'm going to bring up tomorrow is of the states that don't have the compensation, how well are their cops? How well are their police departments? How well do we're going to do some more digging into this. I'm going to do some digging into this because instead of just saying, well, that's, that sounds good. Like, no, besides one of the best things about a podcast is that it could be episodic. Now, Am I going to title this in the in there? I don't, maybe, I don't know. Pretty much, this is the main part I like. Everything else along with this, I'm like, eh. Oh, the, like the, you have not seen me do any social media for this yet. Because I haven't gotten around to do it. I, it's, I don't, I don't want to have a huge social media presence. I don't want this show to have one. Meaning on 15 different apps. If it is massive on Twitter and YouTube, cool. I'll converse with you there. Sage will converse with you there. But 
it's you're not gonna there's not gonna be an instagram there's not gonna be uh, a facebook there's not gonna be a all the other ones which it seems like there's a whenever somebody goes hey follow me and then there's this cvs receipt of where you need to go <laughs> to follow them you're like i no i just this is where i'm gonna find you this app this is what i want to find you at i'm not going to the other ones so yeah that that's uh, the next thing i'll look up to but we will also um so propublica has some interesting articles as well that I'll be going through to see what else we'll cover. But I'm liking this, Sage. I'm liking how we're progressing with this because now we learned uh, what a shocker that if you don't have money to pay for a good lawyer, you're going to get, and if you don't know the laws yourself, you're going to get fucked. Um, some state, this is, and some states just really are, <laughs> I'm, it still surprises me the amount of money that even California says, yeah, we're going to, it's only going to be 50 grand. If yeah, we, one of the most expensive <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if we, maybe that's it. They base it off cost of living that if you had to live in the, so during that time, <laughs> uh, well, okay. I'm trying to think if it's cause let's say you get, you live in South, South Carolina. <laughs> In Southern California, which is, I would say, the more expensive part of the state, yeah. and you got arrested in the northern part of the state, like, I don't know, trying to, uh, running around naked trying to find Bigfoot, and you're saying, no, 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 just like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, trying to find him this way, you still get arrested, and... If if we if the compensation was based on where you lived, where your residence was, that in to be able to live there for a year, that's how much you would get paid. So if it cost a hundred hundred and fifty thousand dollars to live in L.A. or San Diego, then that's what you would get instead of this fifty, because obviously the fifty wouldn't cut it from where you're living at. Now. On the other yeah, end, yeah, because most people would go back to where they were living. Right, you go back to what you know because you right now yeah. you spend a whole Oftentimes year in prison. Family and friends that are still that are there that you you need that support system because yeah. once they kick you out, it's like okay, it's 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 kind of like pro lifers after the baby's born. It's like okay, we want nothing to do with you. We Pretty want much. we wanted you to be here, but now now you're on your own. Oh, but I need. Food and shelter and others. Well, you need to fucking work hard for that. You should have thought of that before you were born. <laughs> oh, shit. Thank you. <laughs> that is great. Oh. So. Oh, we're. Oh, good Lord. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm. Ooh, I had a good dinner. It's coming back up to reta do you do you enjoy that? Retasting what you've had? No, it doesn't taste good at the same time. It goes back up. Maybe it's like a plate, yes. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. Wow. Now that you got the hiccups? No, I've uh I don't know if I'm drinking too fast. I'm trying a new whiskey out tonight. It's called Seven Suns. Oh yeah? 
yeah, this, uh, this informed lady just came up and, uh, cause I was running low cause I never drink, I never do this show without a drink. I wanted to phrase that differently. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of what's a, what's a, another word for water or a drink or beverage? something. Ah, thank you. I never do the show without a beverage. Thank you. <laughs> That's why you're here. Um, and helped me out with, uh, cause I always go with, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, now I can't even remember uh, what its name was, and I just bought another bottle. I was running low, basically, and she recommended this as well because I'm not a fan of the take a drink and then go, no, yeah, that's smooth. Yeah. I'm like, that, that, that's contradictory. That is not right. I, <laughs> yeah. I am not going to have a good time having this. I want something smooth and enjoyable. I'm not looking to get fucked up in two drinks. I want to have a just a nice ride. And that's what this does. McKellen's Reserve? I think it was called Magellan's Reserve? Some, it's a reserve. Something has a blue, some odd label. Come to find out, not a real cork. Not a real cork? Oh, cork. No, no, in the right. lid, yeah. yeah. I pulled it off too hard, and the lid separated from the cork. Oh. So <laughs> the glue... I pulled, I, I really wanted a drink, the, apparently. Did the stopper cork get stuck in the bottle? No, I know. I ripped that thing out. Oh, okay. Yeah. But now I... That's I, how that happened, and I couldn't, I, like, it, that it was... But that's like in wine, right? Yeah, that, it, it is in wine, and you, I mean, I have the, the, the cork cruise, yeah. the, the, but I've had it happen, like, with a, I think it was a vodka bottle, <laughs> and it, I was just like, okay, now I have to get my, uh, uh my wine opener out so that I can get this up. And I couldn't find it anywhere. That was the worst part. So didn't you just have another bottle you could go to? No. Oh, damn. Well, I could see why the the need for it. Yeah, I did end up digging it out with a knife, but... Oh, <laughs> I, just, I eventually had to uh, use a, a colander to like strain out the, the bits that fell in. And I think I just, oh. and I think, yeah, because like it, I just pushed it in further, and then it just dis- disintegrated, and, and I think I just ended up going to the store and buying another bottle. <laughs> 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 adventures and drinking with <laughs> Well, I gotta say though, I would have more of the adventures just because of my freedom, being able to go out and do these things and just go, hey, fuck it. And for some people, it'll be entertaining. Others will be like, yeah, I'm not gonna. We're going to just uh, label his name, do not answer, uh, in the phone. Uh, because you wouldn't get rid of it. Because then when I called, you'd be like, who is this? And be like, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to answer. Uh, so you'll label it differently. and But you will remember me. So I'll be like Jack Sparrow. Like, you're the worst drinker party I've ever known. But you will remember me. Maybe that's the that's the biggest thing from what everybody is trying to get to is do you oh Jesus Christ we're okay Sage do you have a worry about being remembered no oh okay uh, I thought that would have been a more deeper question uh well okay well why not I 
guess I hadn't thought about it. I didn't, you know, like, it wasn't what I did. Now next week, when you show yeah, up, you'll yeah. be like, now be like, why won't like, people remember Like, I'm doing all these things, and they won't remember. Like, oh, Damn, now we have to do a therapy session for Sage. Which will be good, because everyone else who's listening to the show will be like, hey, I also want to open up to you, face. And be like, well, okay, come on down. And your entry fee is a bottle. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and and if it sucks, it, yeah, you give me some smooth, because I want to enjoy it. I That's also a reason why I didn't get into weed, that... Uh, now, I haven't tried the gummies or anything like that or edibles, but my experience with the smoking of it, um, it wasn't enjoyable. Parts of it were, but I think I had way too much, way too soon, and just didn't enjoy, the, I didn't enjoy the whole time, basically. It also depends on who you're with. That shouldn't count, or that shouldn't, what? A lot, like a lot of. It's an internal thing. Yes. How that you is experience true. it. That is true, but it also depends on who you're with. Like if you have, if you have someone that knows how to guide you on the high, and if you, if it's someone you trust and you can have fun with, that definitely does does make that. Difference. But they can't get rid of the sickness feeling. That's true. That's that what I'm true. talking about. Not the oh, I'm tripping bad. I didn't trip bad. I just was feeling sick. I didn't see monsters, or I didn't. I didn't see like that guy in uh, the new Suicide Squad that always saw his mother's face everywhere. I didn't have anything oh, like man, that. No. <laughs> I mean, they did. Yeah. They did a really good job depicting his. Uh, I guess you can. I wonder how many psychologists have used that character as a reference to mental illness because of I what know, he maybe went like through. A well, what he went through and what he visualizes. Oh, yeah. There could be some correlation there. Am I going to start calling up psychologists? No. That would be kind of funny, though. Hey, just curious. And then plant that in their heads, and then they're going to use it. To, well, then I'll call them back six months later. How many times? And then get numbers and go, that's how I manipulate the world, Pinky. That's another one. How many people who own mice actually have them named Pinky in the brain? Probably nobody young. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so with all of, um, so yeah, we covered all the questions. So a two episode, two shows covering one subject from, oh my God, this guy was wrongfully convicted and now is trying to get money. But the way the state writes their laws, they're basically going, the judges are going, I wish we could do more, but I can't. And then Congress, their state Congress is going, eh, we'll get around to it. There's, there's, and this goes back to the whole, there's nobody championing progress. We don't get that. There's no examples of that. And I'm wondering if it's because when they get elected, they're shown or when they start because they wouldn't do it to everybody because then it would be out and about and we we know this was going on but for those that actually want to make a difference and they're starting to make waves and they're smart starting to make it difficult for people with an immense wealth and power if they're brought into a room and then they're shown a video and saying see 
we can get to you. We can. This is what we did to these people in the past. So either toe the line, or you're going to get replaced. If you don't think that has happened or is still currently happening, you're naive. People with immense wealth don't have anything else better to do other than fuck with other people and just going, you know what? I don't see you as a person. I see you as I, I see you as peons that shouldn't be near me. This is why I live in a massive house with a ton of acreage. So that you can't get, and I live in a guarded, guarded and gated area so that you can't get near me because while I am a human is just as you because of the number of commas I have in my bank account and who I can talk to means I'm way above anything for you. And so I don't, you're barely human. You know what you are? You're the people who live in the sewer and demolition, man. That's who you are. So when you have that mindset and you wanting to challenge that, this is where having an equally amount of resources is the only way to really combat against that. So I'm hopeful one day, maybe I'll get enough to be able to go, hey, let's do this Kickstarter. Everyone just throw me 30 bucks. And then you're saying, well, wait, 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 face. Why should you be in charge of the money? Uh, because I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it to actually make a a change to where in this country, it doesn't have to be painful to change. We see that all the time, that the only way to change anything, to get our society on the track it needs to be, something painful has to happen beforehand. That doesn't need to be the case. And since lawyers are the way things get done and we all agree to the laws because of the fear of enforcement, then let's use that to our advantage. And I'll be straight with you. I'll be going, here's where the money's going. Here's all of this. And do I think there's going to be rough spots and they'll, they'll try to discredit me and they'll try to discredit these offices and the lawyers? Of course, of course, because they want... They want to put out that narrative. They don't want things to rock the boat. They want to keep doing their own thing and not be beholden to anybody. But it's not going to happen with just one person going, I'm going to make a change against you. They're going to laugh and go, we, we, can, get, we can make you disappear today. And in then two weeks, no one's going to even know you even existed. Yeah, I was going to say it'll be like you never even existed. Yeah, little Rango. Which have you seen that movie? Yes. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I love. <laughs> just oh. Okay. I kind of got my kid that came out a few years ago, so my kids were little, and it was on constant repeat, and it was you know when you're. In the other room, and you can repeat everything they say, and you're just like, it'll be just like they never existed. Yeah, that was that was me after like week three of watching it for the tenth time that day. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Just the uniqueness of that story, the whole storyline. If you haven't seen that, okay, so we covered just so that you know, we covered there's something about Mary, we covered Godzilla minus one, and then we covered 
Rango. I feel like there was another one. Did we miss one? I don't think so. Eh. That sounds about right. Well, if we did, comment. F- let us know, I guess. I don't know. Um, so with that, next week, I don't know what we'll be talking about, but we will be talking about something equally as in what the hell? Because uh, ProPublica doesn't do any fluff pieces or any nice thing. There's... <laughs> it is it's one of those reads to where you have to be serious about it's not it's 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 not a doom place but it's going hey this is they do it in a way like we do it here where it's like this is what's going on like when i do the tldrd news i tell you what's going on there's no fluff i'm not trying to I've ended some newscasts, if you could call them new, news reporting, summaries, hell, I don't know what you call them, where it was a terrible story, but that's what happened. That what, And I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff. You need to know these things have happened or are happening. So with that, I don't know how to transition this back into, uh, oh, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I promote myself, and then I go into... The Medal of Honor recipient, because that's the buffer. Because we, it always seems like, at least for the past few episodes, we get on this downer part of the show, just kind of like, well, we'll just keep trying, and then have to try to go into, and here's tonight's Medal of Honor. We're going to talk about this Medal of Honor recipient. It just seems like, and I really ran over those words. I understood what I did. That doesn't sound good. It just needs needs that flow. So, Sage, as always, appreciate you being here. Hopefully, I don't <laughs> I don't cause you to have a uh, a crisis of living with the question <laughs> that I brought up, and that you come in next week as as cheerful and knowledgeable as you always have been. And hey, don't. Uh, don't think because I'm bringing this stuff up with ProPublica that we couldn't bring up anything else you wanted. Oh, no, definitely. Okay? I just don't want you to think, oh, okay, he's doing all this now. The things I did, <laughs> I don't want you to go, wow, I must have really done a shitty job in December because now he doesn't <laughs> ask me to do sh- do any more research. No, 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 that's not it at all. Uh, but letting the door, just tell, informing you that it's, Anything you want to bring up, we certainly can. These things that I'm bringing up are, they're topical, but they're not, oh, we need to talk about this. No, no, if we miss it, then uh would be like the uh, the piggy bank off of Toy Story as he's clicking through the channels in Toy Story 2, and then he's like, oh, there it is. He's like, oh, I've gone too far. i got to go back around. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that for the stories and the articles that I'll be bringing up. Um Really appreciate you being on. You do enhance the show because you enhance me. And thus, everyone else gets the enjoyment of face for radio. Which, every weekday, you can listen to the TLDRD News Roundup because I read the news because I want to stay informed of what's going on. And you want to stay informed, but fuck, are you going to sit there and just keep watching CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and just go, who the fuck is telling the truth? What the hell is going on? I cut through all that bullshit. I just go, here's, I give you the beautiful, 
meat and potatoes. And for those of you that are that don't enjoy meat and potatoes, I give you potatoes. Really? That's not funny. <laughs> oh, it was my look. It was my look then. Well, yeah, but if you're if you're not a fan of meat, just saying I give you the potatoes. You give us the main course. Oh. Yeah, I guess I could yeah, I give you the main course. Uh, that doesn't feel like something I would say. <laughs> uh, with that, and that's every weekday. And do check out White Bat Audio. They got something new out. And as I stated before, I love the new metal stuff, man. Keep doing it. Or girl, I don't know who you are. Maybe we'll meet up one day. Maybe you'll be the first one besides Sage to know what I look like. Maybe. But tonight... We are going to be talking about John J. Duffy. And as always, I'm taking this from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website. Major Duffy served in the Army in the Vietnam War, and the Medal of Honor action date was April 14th through the 15th in 1972. The following is the citation. Major John J. Duffy distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty while serving as the senior advisor to the 11th Airborne Battalion, 2nd Brigade, Airborne Division, Army of the Republic of Vietnam in the Republic of Vietnam during the period of 14 to 15 April 1972. In the two days preceding the events of 14 to 15 April 1972, the commander of the 11th Airborne Battalion was killed. The battalion command post was destroyed, and Major Duffy was twice wounded but refused to be evacuated. Then on 14 April, Major Duffy directed the defense of Fire Support Base Charlie, which was surrounded by a battalion-sized enemy element. In the morning hours, after a failed effort to establish a landing zone for resupply aircraft, he moved close to enemy anti-aircraft positions to call in airstrikes. At this time, Major Duffy was again wounded by fragments from a recoilless rifle round and again refused medical evacuation. Shortly thereafter, the enemy began an artillery bombardment on the base and he remained in an exposed position to direct gunships onto the enemy positions, which eventually silenced the enemy fire. Following the bombardment, Major Duffy assessed the conditions on the base and personally ensured the wounded, friendly foreign soldiers were moved to positions of relative safety and the remaining ammunition was appropriately distributed to the remaining defenders. Shortly thereafter, the enemy resumed indirect fire on the base, expending an estimated 300 rounds. Nevertheless, he remained in an exposed position to direct gunship fire on the enemy positions. In the late afternoon hours, the enemy began a ground assault from all sides of the fire base, and Major Duffy moved from position to position to adjust fire, spot targets for artillery observers, and ultimately to direct gunship fire on a friendly position which had been compromised. As the evening wore on, it became clear that the defenders could not withstand the overwhelming enemy forces, and he began to organize an evacuation of the fire base under the cover of night. With the goal of a complete withdrawal, Major Duffy was the last man off the base, remaining behind to adjust the covering fire from gunships until the last possible moment. When the acting battalion commander was wounded, he assumed command of the evacuation and maintained communication with the available air support to direct fire on the enemy. In the early morning hours of 15 April, the enemy ambushed the battalion, inflicting additional casualties and scattering some of the able-bodied soldiers. 
Major Duffy organized defensive positions during the ambush and ensured the friendly foreign forces could successfully repulse the enemy. After the ambush, he led the evacuees, many of whom were significantly wounded, to an established evacuation area despite being continually pursued by the enemy. Upon reaching the exfiltration site, Major Duffy directed gunship fire on enemy positions and marked a landing zone for the helicopters. Only after ensuring all of the evacuees were aboard did Major Duffy board while also assisting a wounded friendly foreign soldier in with him. Once on board, he administered aid to a helicopter door gunner who had been wounded during the evacuation. Major Duffy's extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty were in keeping with the highest traditions of military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. We thank you, Major Duffy, for showing that example of when everything goes to shit, when you have great leadership, you can overcome damn near anything. You can stay focused. You can, you have confidence in knowing that I have somebody who is in a position of power looking out for my best interest. And when you get that feeling, when you know that's happening, my God, the courage, the the unwaveringness of fortitude where doubt and fear would usually creep in and then oh, it's a different word than cowardice but it's in that same line of just where you just you you start thinking about your your own survival and that's when Soldiers break ranks. That's when things really go to shit because now there's less and less to defend against to defend against the enemy. So when you have leadership where they're going, even though things are going to shit, we got this. All we have to do is keep doing this. And they keep you focused and they keep going on. And to see them ignoring their own needs, going, nope, we got to take care of this you, because if we don't, then it doesn't matter that I'm wounded right now or that we can't get this done because in the morning or in a short time, we ain't going to be alive to, to complain about it. So that's what we need is more examples of because we've had a good, we've had a, there's been a mix and you've seen it throughout all of these episodes where it's soldiers, non-commissioned officers and officers that have done, that have been consistent in the example of, I'm going to make sure you're okay. I'm going to. I don't care about what's going on with me right now. Let's get you help. Let's get you out of here. Let's turn back the tide. So I am... I'm glad I'm able to be able to read these and get that example for myself. I'm able to recall it. But damn, do we not need those examples now? Because it just seems like everyone's out for themselves. At least those in positions of power. And you sit there and go, how do we get ahead if 
hundred grand a year doesn't get you somewhere comfortable. And that's what most people are looking for is just comfortableness. That's it. Most people are not going, yes, I want to have millions of dollars. I just want to be able to pay the bills, save so that when I can't work anymore, things are still going to be taken care of, and a little mad money throughout the month. That's it. Don't need much. Don't need a lot. And maybe that'll be the example. If this ever kicks off, which it might. I wonder if I'll just take that. I wonder if I'll only pull as much as I need to meet those needs and then go the rest is going to get invested or to you guys or who have you. But with that, I hear you, White Bat. I'm going to stop. That's what White Bat Audio now is to me, is the uh, pulling me off the stage. I'm, I'm talking too long, and it's saying, okay, wrap it up. So with everybody who's been listening, appreciate you. As always, we'll be talking to you next week.